0: Steve my computer is chock-a-block full of pornography okay <laughs> I'm not even kidding you know that party I told you I went to last night
1: oh yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah,
0: so, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> um, I know I know so, so it was for my boss and work and she asked me to make a uh, video that would be projected on the wall that's like a collection of photographs of all her mates from the last couple of decades because it was like a three-way 40th um but we had the <laughs> <three> idea <40th. laughs> but we had the idea to intercut in um sp- like still f- like frames from porn like in you know fight club Tyler Durden works as a projectionist and mm-hmm. intercuts porn splices into family movies so we we had the idea like that would be fun and so her mate one of the other people in this 3way 40th started to pull together a folder of of porn and it steve it's the biggest folder of porn and they sent it to me and it's just it's clogged up my entire computer and just before we started I had to go through and close a bunch because I was importing them into Premiere to edit the video importing into, them importing them I had to go through like close this close this close this and basically what I'm saying is I'm completely desensitized to penises yeah. <laughs> like they're nothing to me anymore yeah you could slap me across the face with a penis and be like a like a Air it would be like a breeze across my face. I just it'd be nothing to me.
1: What if it was sweaty? Maybe just like some windy rain.
0: No, nothing. You, you, Steve, I can, this is a lot of very weird porn. Do
1: you know? I've just been conscious that this this show and us hosting it. It's it's very very laddie. It's a bit blue, the humor. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. I'm not generally like this outside of this show, and I don't think you are either. Apart from no, I, I generally don't talk about being, being across my face. Yeah, and like girth and length and.
0: That was you, okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what's wrong with us?
1: I don't know. What, are we okay?
0: What does politics do to a man? You're right. You're actually right. We are not like this normal. We are we are <laughs> we are very kind of laid back. Yeah, easy going. We make far not, more Simpsons jokes or dog jokes. A lot of or Simpsons jokes. Actually, before we even started recording, you and I had a lovely wholesome conversation about the video games we were playing.
1: Yeah, not and,
0: not near a penis in sight. What is it about hitting the record button that just just makes us, just ruins us? I didn't have to talk about all the porn on my computer. I didn't have to talk about it. I could have talked about the lovely party I went to last night. I got my face painted. <laughs> with a penis? I was really lovely and wholesome. No, not a penis in did sight, you get, did you except get, for on the wall. Did you get a penis drawn on your face by a penis? No, it was just like a lovely little like floral. Pa- it's on my Instagram stories if you want to look at it.
1: It was a lovely wholesome evening with friends. Why did I have to make it smutty? Well, there you go. Maybe just because you're getting close to recording and your brain was just defaulting that way, like, you know, Pavloving.
0: Maybe that's it. Something about this blinking red light just activates something in me like a sleeper cell. Mm. Steve, we need to take a long, hard look at ourselves. A
1: long and hard look.
0: (laughs) This is what I mean.
1: So this. I was chewing some bread at the start of that cold open, and I mean, I'm so professional, I'm definitely not going to do it again.
0: You're chewing bread. I, oh. oh, I hope people are getting ASMR tinkles
1: out of that. It's good bread.
0: Look, this is supposed to be a short episode, so let's start getting into it. Mm. This is... YouTube will be released once every other week but this is uh, two weeks in a row mm-hmm. why is that Steve why why are we doing why are we killing ourselves
1: because there's loads of shit going on on each side of Ireland's border so over to our east across the water you got the UK imploding mm-hmm. and then over in the west over in the United States you got the United States of America about to explode I know right are those the only t- two types of
0: plode you can do M and X
1: oh well, yeah what would what a tri- what would a triplode be a
0: tri- <laughs> that's how it goes M, X and try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know.
1: Um a contra- yeah, contraplode, so- a, qu- a, qu- <laughs> a I don't know what these are. quantupload is when you explode in every multiverse. So you don't exist. Oh, anymore. Across
0: mm. across all realities, across all space and time. Mm. It's just a plode. Quantupload. Mm. Uh but yeah, we've got we got some messages from people asking us to cover um the two shit storms that are happening on either side. Mm, category so five. The, yeah, so so the impeachment stuff that's happening over there in the States. And all of the Brexit prorogation shit happening right here in the UK where I am. Yes. So, so it's your fault. It's my, I was talking about this someone recently how I, like, I left America right yeah, when Trump yeah, yeah. was being don't, inaugurated. Don't and move back here, please. Don't move back to Ireland. God knows what I'll bring. Ugh. Just the famine 2.0 oh, or no. something when I go back. My bread. <laughs> the bread famine. No. I'll, I'll just move to the moon. Well, and well, then
1: you can admit that's our only moon. You want to go over there and mess that up as well, for fuck's sakes.
0: Okay, then just launch me into the sun. I don't know. What do you want to do with me? I'm clearly a liability. <sighs> Who don't I like? Belgium. Move to Belgium. <laughs> anyway. stop. Dude. Poor <laughs> Prorogation. Prorogation. Yeah, so let's start there. It's a hard word to
1: say. It's a hard word to say. And yet I can spell it now with ease. You had to, had to spell correct it a good few times back at the start of all this shit. But now I can actually type it out well. I like to think of it as I like I break
0: it up into pro rog, which I think is like an orc. His name is Pro Rog. Oh, cool, yeah. And then it's like if he started like um like a country.
1: Pro the Cave Troll.
0: Yeah. So that's how I've been remembering. Pro Rog Nation. Pro Nation, but you just take out the end.
1: So Pro Nation was yeah. Boris Johnson's attempt to stop debate in Parliament running up to the no deal date of the 31st of October. Right, so this
0: is part of his strategy of just barreling to Brexit on the 31st of October. Yeah,
1: so it's not necessarily like, okay, this is, okay, officially, that's not true. Officially, what he said he was trying to do was clear the schedule of Parliament to allow the government time to prepare for the Queen's Queen's Speech, um, which is a normal standard procedure, except what was different about it was that he said it was going to go on for five weeks instead of a couple of days. Okay. And... When you say the Queen's speech, like the, what's the Queen's speech? The Queen... About? So Parliament goes in sessions. They're usually every year, but these have been extended for quite a while. It's not really like... because. Britain don't have a constitution, which I've given out about them not having one before. They don't mm-hmm. have these set rules. They kind of have conventions. The convention mm-hmm. is, is that parliament closes its session once a year and then it has to get reopened again by the queen. The queen gets on a very fancy cart, gets taken by horses from Buckingham Palace, goes in and all the chamber sits in the House of Lords on a big throne and gives mm-hmm. a speech that's written word for word by the government that is kind of saying what they're going to do for the next year of government. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's like a... It's like a to-do list. The Queen reads out the government's to-do list.
0: Okay, so usually then they they clear out the schedule a couple of days beforehand and prep for that. But rather than a couple of days, bars is like, nah, I need five weeks.
1: And in fairness to him as well, there were going to be massive delays and breaks in the in the schedule anyway, because the conference season happens where you have three weeks in a row where all the different the main the main three political parties have their conferences and they would normally take a week off each week to allow them to go off and do that. But that wasn't going to be taken for granted this time because of all the shit going on with Brexit. Of so this was really just a fast one that he was trying to pull. And he got taken to court. Right, of course, because it's it was kind of shady. It was kind of shitty and it also backfired as well because parliament came together at the very last minute before prorogation came into effect and were able to actually pass a law saying that whoever is the prime minister on the 31st of october has to ask the eu for an extension if they don't have a deal right so to it, stop it from crashing and burning stop them from crashing out and burning well the, okay. yeah, from from leaving the eu without a deal um, yeah. so this is the supreme court this we we haven't got we haven't got there yet. Um, this ah. is still Parliament had done this before the court case. Ah, okay. So, and it, that, and I would point out, people were calling it a coup whenever Boris tried to do it. Like it was, he was trying to stop democracy. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily fair because if he had tried, if he was a coup and he had tried to stop democracy, then the opposition wouldn't have had a chance to use the mechanisms at and at their disposal to stop Boris Johnson before he was even able to do something. So.
0: I didn't know you loved Boris Johnson so much, Steve.
1: <sighs> I don't, but I also just don't think it's helpful to call everyone a fascist every time they do something you don't like. <laughs> what a fascist thing to say. It was a shitty thing that Boris Johnson did. It was in bad spirit. It was in bad taste. He's verging mm-hmm. on bending the rules that they have, but he didn't break them.
0: Right. And that's your, and that's your fascist opinion. Okay.
1: Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Until someone took this fascist opinion to the court and then the court decided... First, um, in England, the highest court of England said, uh, no, it's fine. The government didn't do anything wrong. But the highest court in Scotland said, yes, the government did something wrong. They should not have prorogued for that long. It wasn't normal. It was outside of the the understanding. So uh, so the, so the, this, these go to separate courts? Yeah, then. they have to go. Like
0: would this have gone to like the, the equivalent in Wales?
1: No, because Wales and England have the same court systems. Scotland has its okay. own. Yeah. Okay. And Northern Ireland probably has a separate one as well, but nobody really cares about them. Um. <laughs> So they had a problem. Yeah, exactly. So it had to get decided at the Supreme Court. And now here's the first thing about this is that the Supreme Court has never had to make a decision like this where it is challenging the prime minister's right to do something in parliament. Right. So the first thing they had to decide was, is the Supreme Court allowed to do that?
0: Oh, does this even fall within the purview of what the... Precisely. Oh, because de- oh
1: man. Mm. That's interesting. So they decided, yes, it is yeah. within their power. Okay. And then the second thing they had to do was make a decision as to whether or not it was legal or illegal. Okay. And they decided unanimously, which is pretty significant, all 11 judges on the bench decided it was illegal. It was wrong. The wow. the, okay. the the advice that the that the prime minister gave to the queen to prorogue parliament at that time and for that length was not for the reasons that he was saying and therefore was wrong. And He's it basically meant, porkies. it basically meant that the queen didn't do anything. So they just went, "Bing!" Parliament is not prorogued. Everyone has to go back to work tomorrow.
0: Right? Does that make sense? Okay. So, uh, yeah, it, it does.
1: Yeah. So this is this all happened very quickly. Happened. Well, it was a surprise. No one really expected them to, to come down this strong and this hard. And the fact that the Supreme Court Justice, um, I think her name is Lady Hale, was able to get all Lady of, Hale's a great name. It is a great name. It's like a good Game of Thronesian determined name. Yeah. It's a great Dungeons and Dragons name. It's true. She was able to get all ten of her party, all of her campaigners, to g- gather together and. Give it as one. So you couldn't even call it necessarily a political decision, because if all the judges are agreeing, then there's no political disopinion here. It's a legal fact, basically.
0: Yeah, that it's pr- unanimous. Prorogation
1: was illegal in that point. Oh, wow. And yeah, so
0: Boris was was in New York, it wasn't he, for mm-hmm. the climate um, summit. So he, w- he must have been thoroughly surprised by this.
1: He was. He was pretty surprised he had to go home early and he was in a pretty ratty mood by the time he went into parliament the next day. The Speaker recalled the House. Everyone went in and people just mm-hmm. because you see, here's the thing. It was kind of irrelevant because, as I mentioned before, Parliament had already done its work to stop bars from party, from being able to crash them out without a deal. So mm. the Ben Act, as it's called, um, the Ben Bill, mm. it's B-E-N-N, after Hillary Ben, the name of the, the MP who brought it in, is already stopping the government from crashing out without a no deal, without, with a, without a deal. And there's not really anything to be gained by Parliament coming back. They're just sitting right. around shouting at each other now.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been watching some videos. And, and that's
1: kind of literally what happened. It was, I have never seen as much vitriol and indignation and to be honest, hate mm. between the two sides. Yeah. And it got so nasty that people were invoking Joe Cox, who was murdered during the Brexit referendum, uh, MP was shot. Yes. And as she was shot, the guy who killed her shouted, you're a traitor, Britain first or something like that. Mm. Something pretty shitty, something pretty horrible, yeah, right-wing and fascist. Yeah. And the fact that Boris Johnson has been using political tactics by calling the the ben bill the surrender bill and he's calling the people Mm. on the other side like verging on treason and all this kind of stuff it's kind of it's making people try and stand the the opposition are saying you can't be using language like this and then for some stupid reason boris johnson stood up and decided to go the best thing to do to honor joe cox's memory is to brexit and then and then people just went oh and also anyone trying to imply that his attitudes his his attitude and language is just as threatening as what happened to Joe Cox is humbug, which drove people bananas as well. Oh my God. So yeah, it's all very it's it's really bad. and yeah, it, where does this leave us for Brexit? <laughs> I don't fucking know Jesus. um right, so as it stands, the prime minister, whoever it is on the 31st of October, has to ask for an extension. So a couple of weeks before that, Britain will be going to the European Council Mm -hmm. as a scheduled meeting and they really should be displaying a deal. Mm -hmm. But everything indicates that there is no fucking deal because Mm -hmm. they won't accept the deal that's on the table and that's pretty much the only one the EU will accept. So it's like, uh -uh, Mm -hmm. no deal. Legally, he's supposed to ask for an extension, but he Mm -hmm. says, Boris Johnson, that he won't do it and they're implying that there's a way he can do it without actually doing it. What? So the Ben Act did not specify how he is supposed to ask for an extension because he, it, it, you, the EU, have to grant the UK an extension. Right? Yeah. So Boris Johnson could go with his two fingers sticking up on each on each side, like flipping the bird, farting, yeah. butt naked, <laughs> slathered in horse manure in the European Council, and say. Give me an extension, you ca- and just like flip, 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 flip. Yeah, flip, and like shaking himself, and the manure is going everywhere.
0: <laughs> and meanwhile, the EBC
1: are like, "This is this is kind of what we suspected. Would <laughs> this is a this is about right." Leo's just to his left, just getting smeared in cow shit, but like with a very impassive face because he knew he was coming. <laughs> he he brought an umbrella. He, it's like, I know his style. <laughs> so and then the EU could say no, right? And then there's then the E then the UK crashes out without a deal. Uh, That could happen. Wow. Also, what could happen? They get a magic deal. Yeah. Mm, I don't think that's very likely. No. Also, what could happen? um, There is a mechanism in Parliament to overthrow the current government with a vote of no confidence. And then Parliament has to elect an interim prime minister, a new prime minister. Okay. Another one. Another, another one. So, Would that be a record in terms of quick turnaround? I don't know. I'm sure there has been other like very tumultuous periods of British history where they've had more than two prime ministers within That's the same vote. That's pretty chill. Yeah. Um, Historically a chill nation. A chill nation. No, it's, it's this is on the verge of it being the maddest it's ever been. Yeah. This is like, I mean, I guess the last time it was this insane was when it broke into civil war back in the 1600s. Um. God. But people aren't as violent as they used to be in that sense apart from Mm. fringe dickheads and so hopefully we're not going back to the days of um, Cavaliers and Roundheads yeah Uh, yeah so then they could basically put uh, put Jerry McDonough Corbyn in charge and he will go back and ask for a proper extension which the EU probably would grant
0: yeah so it's in the EU's best interest to grant extensions
1: Uh, that's that's a complicated statement it's within
0: sorry I I, I, I meant with that more as a question yeah sorry. sorry
1: it's within certain members such as Ireland Ireland Need to make sure there's no, 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 no deal. Does that make sense? No, no, no deal. No, no deal. <laughs> no, no deal. <laughs> this is we're passing a no, no deal <laughs> because that'll be really shitty for the Irish economy and the border. We don't want that. Yeah, Whereas yeah. countries like France are just like, oh, fucking finished it already. Can we get back to fucking business? Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, the EU have said they're behind Ireland and it's kind of essentially up to Ireland. And we're going to say yes, extension. So they will grant us an extension. Cool. Um, and the other thing that could happen is an election, but we're kind of past the point that that can happen before 31st of October. Right. There has to be a certain number of days between yeah. when you call the election and when you have the election. So it's not likely to happen before the 31st. Right. And yeah. just logistically. Logistically, yeah. And it's, it's up to the opposition to actually grant Boris Johnson an election. He is calling for an election. But they don't mm-hmm. want to give it to him because they don't trust him to not just like extend the ele- election so he can no deal on the 31st. Fuck. So, yeah, um, I guess at the moment the most likely thing is if the opposition parties can put in some sort of like a deal where they have a very temporary Jeremy Corbyn or someone else maybe, but probably not likely. It kind of has to be Jeremy Corbyn mm-hmm. as a, as an interim prime minister f- up until like February and then have an election. Mm-hmm. That could be what happens.
0: Yeah. You said that's what your money's on, do you think?
1: Uh, Yes, but you see, I have no money, so it's not really much of a... Well, what would you bet your
0: sourdough bread on
1: oh yeah that I'd say yeah
0: okay that. that's fine It's so you stand to double your bread reserves
1: <laughs> yeah, all that culture or
0: lose or lose it all oh no okay let's um, let's keep it moving Should we talk about the impeachment sure so this all I mean I was going to say this all started with that Ukraine call but realistically started a lot of before that but I think we've before talked enough about that Donald
1: Trump was even elected impeachment became one of the main talking points in Washington DC
0: yeah let's start at the big bang <laughs>
1: The whole universe was in a deep dark place.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but no. Let's 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 kick it off with this um, Ukraine phone
1: call. Okay. So the day after Robert Mueller testified to Congress, hilariously back in August or July, I think it was, um, mm-hmm. Donald Trump rang up the president of Ukraine who had just been recently elected. Actually, no, sorry, he wasn't elected. He had just won a majority in parliament to congratulate him, mm-hmm. and he also happened to mention that if there was anything he could do to help facilitate investigations into corruption such as the ones that are involving Joe Biden's son.
0: Okay, so why is the President of the United States asking the President of Ukraine for help looking into corruption of uh, his biggest competitor right now? Like why, what does Ukraine have to do with this? It? it happened in Ukraine. Uh, what happened in Ukraine?
1: Allegations of, okay, so... Hunter Biden was a businessman in Ukraine and the company that he was involved with was being investigated for corruption about four or five years ago. It was cleared. And around the same time that this was happening, Joe Biden, as vice president, called for the attorney general of Ukraine who was prosecuting that investigation to be dismissed Mm -hmm. on grounds of his own corruption. So it looked a little... fight corruption with corruption. It looked a little bit dodgy in that Joe Biden was trying to get rid of a prosecutor who was investigating his son. Mm -hmm. But it is worth mentioning that at the exact same time Loads of other Western leaders were also calling for this prosecutor to be dismissed. So it wasn't just Joe Biden, and it's it also turned out that I think Joe Biden's son wasn't guilty of any corruption. Right. Okay. But uh, th- But Trump doesn't give a shit about well, that. Yeah, because he needs someone to shout lock them up again. Yeah, exactly. He wants to- <laughs> that's his take. that's his, his tactic. That's what he's got his chance. So yeah. So how how do we know
0: that this phone call happened then? Surely this happened in the privacy of his you know, he did in his pajamas, <laughs> on a bed. You know what people you know, like in the eighties High school movies, so like there's a girl sitting that, like lying on a bed on her tummy and she's got her phone. Gown. yeah, and she's like waving her feet
1: behind her. Yeah, no, that's Trump, what Trump's doing. No, that doesn't happen. When the president makes a phone call to another president, it gets recorded. <laughs> Okay. Lots of people listen in. There are mem- mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's necessarily a, word, a verbatim transcript. There mm-hmm. might not be a recording, but there are memorandums. I think it's it's streamed on Twitch, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> if only there are transcripts <laughs> written down afterwards of what people remembered happening. So that's that's how the thing came. And the problem is, is that a whist- uh, a CIA officer was listening to the call, as was their job, mm-hmm. and they were very concerned about what they heard. Mm-hmm. So they decided to use the whistleblower process that's built into the United States. Um, systems of, of justice to basically call foul and point out that there is um, wrong going wrong wrongdoings goings on's in the governments.
0: Right, that's verbatim how it's written down yes, in, the, in <laughs> the document. Wrongdoings goings on's. So this is something that's fundamentally built into the structure to stop like corruption happening. I
1: yeah, guess. but it's not really very effective. Um, right. This was kind of put in after Watergate. Yeah. And um, it, it, I don't think anyone has really gotten away with it because simultaneously you're asking the system to protect itself against itself. Yeah. So all that really happens is that the system's like, fuck, you know, you're doing something wrong. We're going to clamp down on you, whistleblower. So you had Chelsea Manning, Edward Snowden, those kind of people, yeah. those of other ones. And um, they've all basically just been called treasonous. And it is worth noting that's what Republicans and Donald Trump are trying to do right now to this presently anonymous whistleblower. Okay, oh, presently anonymous, okay. Presently anonymous. So the person in question has submitted it to their boss and the boss submitted it to Congress, but it was taking so long and there was so much dragging of feet that immediately the Democrats in the House Intelligence Committee were like, something is fucking up here, this is not normal, oh, oh this is going to go. And then more and more started to get drifted out as the weeks went on, even days actually I would say, people started to realise this was bigger than normal mm. and was worth investigating more.
0: So they Is this, is this how we got to the impeachment
1: Talk. Yes. So we got to the impeachment process when they actually released the transcript. And that's when Nancy Pelosi, who previously had, she's the leader of the House, she's basically the highest ranking Democrat, mm-hmm. um, decided that she was going to stop blocking attempts to start the impeachment process. And once that happened, they did the count and they realized that there was a majority of Democrats in the House willing to continue to start the process of impeachment of the president.
0: Right. Because there's been rumbles of him talking about impeachment for ages, but it never really got anywhere. And that's because Pelosi was blocking it.
1: Yes. Um, basic, On what
0: grounds was she blocking it?
1: Um, she didn't think it was worthwhile. She thought the best way to challenge Donald Trump was to beat him in 2020 in a square election. Yeah. She thought yeah. all this would do would just um cause more friction in the country. So it's worth mentioning Tulsi Gabbard, the congresswoman from Hawaii, who we mentioned a good few times on the show. Mm-hmm. She was one of the last holdouts against impeachment, she, even on Wednesday before this recording. Wow. She was like, no, I don't want an impeachment. But by Friday, she had changed her line. Wow. So okay. that's, it was really up until the very last minute. Um, the public opinion as well is kind of split. About half of Americans don't necessarily think it's a good idea. Half of them do. But right. the numbers are moving closer towards of impeachment and about Mm -hmm. seven out of ten people are saying they are paying close attention to this issue
0: yeah Um, I mean they'd want they'd want to
1: it's worth mentioning the impeachment how the impeachment process is going to work so it's first of all any member of the house can stand up and say I want to try and impeach the president this happens basically a couple of times a year for every president all the time (laughs) but it doesn't matter because they're just fringe guys giving out and they get a bit of attention and it just goes nowhere Yeah, I'm sure a couple of congressmen have already stood up and said I want to impeach um, Trump because it's the the crimes that are mentioned are high crimes and misdemeanors or treason or bribery so we know treason and bribery are pretty straightforward they're easy so yeah. if donald trump was to text um putin the codes to the nuclear silo which is probably four zeros yeah <laughs> or if um or if he was to literally be seen taking a big wad of cash off the president of, of venezuela for something for like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's a nuclear weapon. Thanks for the money.
0: I get it. Was, it was it was on the Twitch stream the and tw- the President of <laughs> Venezuela did the <a> donate
1: <laughs> button through the Twitch stream. So yeah, that would be bribery. Um, mm-hmm. Those would be done. But cry crimes and misdemeanors are a bit more confusing. So mm. it's, it's only been done three times in history before. Once for Johnson, who came after um, Abraham Lincoln back after the Civil War. Um, mm-hmm. He fired his Secretary of War. The Republicans at the time didn't like that, so they tried to impeach him. It it mm-hmm. passed in the House, but didn't, didn't pass in the Senate. Um, it happened with Richard Nixon, but he ended up quitting when he realized that he was going to get fully impeached and removed from office. And mm-hmm. then it happened with Bill Clinton back in the 90s when it turned out he lied on oath about having sex with Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. And that also passed the House where it was Republican controlled, but failed in the Senate. So he wasn't removed from office. And politically, that actually backfired. If anything, he did better in his second midterm elections um, for the Democrats when they were getting impeached. So that's another part that Pelosi and the other Democrats are a bit afraid. It may backfire and it may actually just end up consolidating the Republicans around this defensive. Oh, people just like
0: double down on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they're going to have to do this quickly. They're going to have to do this carefully. And they're going to have to make sure they don't make any mistakes and try and implicate people wrongly
0: right so how long is this pro- would this process take
1: they're expecting it to be done by christmas oh okay mm. okay and it is worth mentioning the house will likely impeach donald trump mm-hmm. the senate but the senate is republican means. controlled and you also have to get two-thirds of senators and they won't right unless you literally find i don't know i, I don't even know like it, it it's not to say that we don't know exactly what happened we do yeah, You see, this, this whistleblower is pointing out that this is not an abnormal phone call. This is almost like the last straw that made them actually to, to blow the whistle. They say right. that this administration has taken in a new system to try and hide official phone calls where Donald Trump is asking leaders for direct favours on his personal political behalf rather than the nation's. Mm.
0: So this this phone call with, with Ukraine is like the tip of the iceberg? Yes,
1: that there have been phone calls with Russia and Saudi Arabia of similar kind of dealy and they've been hidden away and not let known to the public. So when you become president, you're supposed to disassociate yourself from the office. You're supposed to embody the office of president.
0: That's why this is one of my favorite parts of um, the West Wing. Bartlett, this really personal person who seems to be like really, you know, friendly with his staff, insists on being called Mr. President, even with like the priest who comes, like his childhood priest, to, like give him counsel. He insists on being called Mr. President so that he can divorce himself from the decisions he has to make and the things he needs to you know represent
1: yeah but then people there are some people that don't have to call him Mr. President so um, he was I was watching one where he was um, accepting the resignation of a Supreme Court Justice who was giving shit to him so he was like mm. uh, Mr. Bartlett you're not doing good enough and he goes oh, okay it's Dr. Bartlett actually so he, he also has a PhD <laughs> in economics anyway so it's like this motherfucker can just whip out whatever title he has and slap you yeah, in the face yeah just slap you across the face <laughs> oh, um, oh, that was also that was near enough to the episode where uh, Leo finally calls him Jed when he's pissed off. And he's like, you haven't called me Jed since I became president. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jed Muriel (laughs) Dimfner Bartlett. (laughs) That's what I'm named after.
0: Yeah. Uh, So what what, what
1: are the implications for 2020? Oh, Jesus. So he's not. This is another. Well, it will give the Republicans something to rally behind but to be mm. honest, the Republicans are going to rally behind Trump anyway. He is their president. He has turned the Republican Party into the president, the party of the Republicans, as I mentioned in the last episode. Mm-hmm. The Republican Party has been turned into the party of Trump because it was already the party of the Republicans. Um, and do you think that this would be enough to kind of like, yes,
0: the, the your adamant Trump red hat wearers and that kind of thing. But like people who maybe would have been like moderate or center right-ish, That's the, who maybe kind of like yeah. tipped towards him before. Do you think this would be enough
1: to like pull him back the other way? It depends on what they find and it depends on in what tone they manage to do it. So if the Democrats will mm. just run off and try and make this a Trump witch hunt, burning his effigies and doing all sorts of mad shit, that could mm. backfire. But if mm. they try and do it calmly, procedurally, and with an intent to bring justice to someone that has broken the law, then that could go better. And that right. could end up swinging the independents towards them and then help whoever is running for, for them in 2020. Um, it doesn't seem to have hurt Biden. Right, he's not being really implicated. The people that didn't like him already are saying, "Oh, he's corrupt," but like they probably would have said that for whatever reason. They would have, yeah, exactly. Um, and nobody that is on his side is is turning the other way.
0: Right. Okay. So yeah, man, there's gonna be some very interesting HBO miniseries made about all this stuff in a couple of years' time.
1: Yeah, I'd say who who would make the best Trump?
0: Uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see him play every major political figure after our last episode. <laughs> the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> <For> everyone. <laughs> But it's like the Nutty Professor style where he literally plays every one of the cast.
1: It's the G8 with Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, <laughs> Danny, DeVito, Danny, DeVito Danny DeVito and Danny DeVito. Intr- and introducing Danny DeVito. <laughs> with special guest, Danny <laughs> DeVito. He doesn't have enough time left in his life to do all this. <laughs> nah, he's going to live forever. He's great. Um, he's got well, his 111th the- birthday. <laughs>
0: Uh, holy shit for like this is a short episode but fucking hell this is dense with a lot of stuff happening yeah isn't it Yeah, fucking hell
1: interesting times oh I'm exhausted after doing all that explaining sweaty like dear Westminster and dear Congress please stop giving us so much to think about this is it makes
0: me you know chilladelphia the sooner we can get that country off the ground yeah better
1: we we'll just, there's like loads of them plastic islands in the oceans because of all the destruction that we're doing. Let's just try and gather them together, make them dense enough to live on and declare Philadelphia
0: <laughs> The worst place in the world to live. But no, it's everyone's still really better relaxed. than everywhere
1: else. <laughs> Part of Chilladelphia is on
0: fire. It's literally burning garbage, but it's still better. <laughs> still better than DC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cool. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, we are, we have a live show coming up. We have um, a live show. We tickets have gone on sale, so I will stick and I will link to that in the description if you want to come along. They're going fast. Please do. They're going fast. It is. Are they? Yes, they're going fast. Great. It is us uh, awesome. and the Irish
1: Times live on stage in the Workmans on November the twenty second. Twenty second.
0: Yeah. Friday night It's going to be great It's going to be fun uh, You should come along If you can at all Richie's going to do uh, a flip so I'm going to do a double flip So it is um, Yeah it'd be a fun one Come along uh, Usual stuff At whatonpolitics on Instagram uh, At whatonpolitics on Twitter what on Politics at gmail.com This suggestion came Specifically uh, Bella Dyer uh, Sent us uh, an Instagram Was it Bella? Yeah I think it was Bella Yeah Sent us an Instagram uh, Direct message saying You guys have to talk about this So we did And we said You know what You're actually right and we did it, and we recorded an episode. So if you have similar, if you know, if you want to chuck, we don't, we don't talk about this. A lot of our uh, episode suggestions come from listeners. We we have a document where we stick them all in there. So feel free to let us know what you want to learn about. Yeah, that's it. And let's let's try sign off without being gross and blue, like we were in the intro.
1: Blue is in dirty or blue is in sad. Blue is in both. You know, Aww. why can't we just be happy sad and green? Sad penises. Ah, oh, stop. All droopy. See, we can't
0: do it. <laughs> What's wrong with us? We need to. Look, we need to go on a retreat. We need to go into the woods somewhere and just get naked. See, there it is. <laughs> That's
1: it. I'll take it off my clothes. Oh. Bye, Steve. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.